Dad's Talking Football. Welcome back to Dad's Talking Football. We're into the home stretch now, boys. Wild card weekend. My name's Jim here in Austin, Texas, with our panel, with our hosts, Chris and Mel. Like I said, this is Dad's Talking Football, spinoff of Dad's Drinking Beer. It's about to get explicit up in here. Wild card weekend, baby. Are you motherfuckers ready for some football? Super <laughs> wild card weekend. Oh, oh, baby, living the dream. This is going to be... I mean, this is the beginning of an onslaught of great weekends until February, what, 12th? And it all That's the comes date. up. Yeah. It's going to be That's great. Yeah. It's the date it's when like I that. can start drinking again, too. So just exactly. the calendar there. Yeah, it's kind of like that first uh, two days of March Madness where you have all the teams playing and there's games like every day. It's, it's like that for football because, you you know, you get only the three days. But every day for the weekend, we got games like... <laughs> Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Yep. Shout out to uh, Martin Luther King Jr. too. We're, we're, we're getting a day off of work. So even that Monday is a, is a day off where we can uh, do whatever we want during the day uh, and then have football to look forward to. But also similar to March Madness is despite the wild card weekend having some real lopsided matchups, which we're going to break down for you guys, there's going to be some upsets. No matter what. No matter what. There's going to be some upsets. And again... As the neutral bystander here, watching you guys, rooting for you guys, I'm more focused on 23 uh, and, the, and the draft, really, for the Bears. Um, I don't have as much stress, right? So I'm going to definitely play on that a little bit tonight with this episode. Uh, and again, thank you all for for listening, tuning in. Let's let's just kick off real quick with, with Week 18. Obviously, first and foremost, DeMar Hamlin, clean bill of health for the most part. I mean, they they punched him out of the hospital. That's That's a good sign, right? I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, just to see the progression kind of every day, right? You, you always got an update. He was out of the breathing tube. I mean, can, can we just talk about the Bills game? I mean, like, every, did you did, did you not just get chills watching that run back? I mean. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you you texted us first and said, what a quick start. And I don't think I had turned on the, the red zone yet. I was probably unloading groceries or some shit. But watching it then and then watching it later on like SportsCenter and like the live audio. Yeah, dude, it was it was goosebumps for sure. Yeah. And just like that where they panned out and showed the crowd just going absolutely ape shit was. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was really cool to see. Did you hear all the all the stats, too, about the number three with it? Oh, no, no. Nice. So it had been three years and three months since the Bills had a kick return from special teams. They've, they've notoriously had bad special teams. And then they did it again in the third quarter as well. So it's like, cause that, that was weird because a, you don't usually have two kick returns in the same game, but there were just a couple things where it was like, who's pulling some shit upstairs, you know, (laughs) NFL script writers are having a field day with this one. So Uh, yeah, it'll probably be a Kurt Warner movie next Christmas or something again. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've never heard I haven't heard anyone talk about this and maybe we're the only ones that are but is are people thinking he's going to come back to play is that a thing I, I mean I haven't ruled it out in my head but I don't I don't think they'll I mean obviously not this season it. right but I mean like ever he's twenty four I think That's he fair. can 
yeah, I think I think it's fair to say that he will come back. Um, I mean, again, kind of unprecedented. We don't know anybody that goes into this. The only thing I can relate this to is is Chris Bosh in NBA. He had to retire because of a heart condition. Yeah. yeah. Right. So maybe it wasn't it wasn't like a hit that knocked him out that caused this this thing. It was it was a it was the heart condition or a heart situation, which again, if that's a pre-existing condition or something that's going to continue to plague him, then obviously he no one's going to take that risk. But yeah, I was I was under the impression he was not going to do that. But now people are talking like he's going to make a full recovery and a full recovery for a professional athlete means he's coming back. So, but no one said that. Yeah. I think, I think they haven't touched it yet in terms of like on the nose, but I did see that they expect him to be as healthy as he was before he suited up for that game, which again, that implies he's going to suit up again. Right. I, I kind of thought, yeah, he probably will. Um, I think that dads need like, a cardiologist on the, on the pod, you know, like maybe a dad <laughs> doctor to give us a little insight. Um, I mean, yeah. The, the right kind of doctor too, knowing us, we'll probably call like a urologist or something and <laughs> ask what's really going on here. And it, uh, it make for some good air, some good comedy, but yeah, I don't know. It's too early to, to say for sure, but obviously wishing him, I mean, obviously a great recovery so far. I love that the training staff too, um, the guy who administered the CPR, they're trying to petition him to get into the Hall of Fame in Canton, which is yeah. just like, you know what? Give him some kind of a of a reward, though, either way. Like, if that doesn't make it to the top, give him something, you know, like something crazy. 100%. Yeah. Um, the other big games for Sunday, uh, last Sunday, excuse me, uh, Rogers, possibly his last game at Lambeau Field, losing to the Lions, losing to the, we have nothing to play for, Lions. and Love it. America was cheering right along with the Lions. The, I think there's another petition started to get the Lions into the playoffs either way. Like, just give these guys a shot. Let them, let them go see what, what they can mess up. What did you guys think about was, that one? I was happy to take the L on my lead pipe lock for that. It was, that was fine with it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it was good to see. Uh, and we didn't we call that out? You know, didn't we say the Lions were going to play hard because of uh, just Dan Campbell uh, and just the, the energy he brings? Um yeah, I think uh, the Lions were definitely uh, America's team that night. It was uh, it was fun to see. Jamal Williams, though, man, that guy gives the best interviews. I love that guy. That guy, <laughs> that guy is top notch, man. Yeah. He is number one. I love him. Dude, go go rewatch the first episode of Hard Knocks from earlier this year when he gave the speech to his teammates and said, you know, puppies piss on the porch. You know, we're we're the big dogs. We got to get out there. And you weren't here last year. This was the first time that like a hard knocks team not only captured a, a America, because I think every hard knocks team as of late, everyone's kind of on board with for the first few weeks, but the Lions actually played better as the season went on. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went to school in Michigan. So like I, I've known the Lions and how bad they've been forever. My father-in-law is a big Lions fan. Like, like we're, we're rooting for them in a sense of like, you can't be losers all the time, you know? And they didn't quite, get in but i love what campbell said he said this was still a playoff game we won our playoff game this year didn't quite work out in terms of getting to play the other teams but this this was our chance and if we had to win i mean maybe next year they'll figure out a way that if this happens they maybe they don't put them at separate times you know because i don't know if i guess it didn't matter right the line still came in buckled up and and knocked rogers around yeah i mean and i think that everyone 
well, everyone I know of that watched Hard Knocks was kind of rooting for the Lions all season because they were they were a great team. And, and not every team on Hard Knocks is is a team you really root for. You kind of like the characters involved, but deep down inside, you can't really root for the Raiders or you know the Rams no. or whoever the shit that was on there before. But you end up like rooting for a rookie or some guy who makes the makes the squad or mm-hmm. yeah. And Antonio Brown shows up in a hot air balloon, right? Right. With, with his skin falling off his feet. Yeah, um, exactly. And it was like, I just, it's like, I can't look away at this point. <laughs> yeah. The Lions were actually pretty good. You know, like yeah. they, they don't, they don't pick great teams to be on hard knocks regardless. On purpose. Yeah. There's, I think yeah. there's some rule they can't have, they have had not made the playoffs for like four seasons or something like that. There's some, situation where they have that's their deal so Interesting. they're not going to be top teams well they can grab the lines again next year and i bet you their viewership <laughs> would go through the fucking roof <laughs> hell yeah anything else kind of kind of sweep sweep your way mel uh I, I know you you know the chargers played a lot of their their main guys you guys were in a tight one high scoring game with with the broncos anything yeah. to take away from that or was it more don't worry just just get out of mile high and get ready for the for the playoffs so the Chargers are the only team that can make headlines in a meaningless game. We had <laughs> we, he's we dogging them already, man. We had we had the fifth seed locked up. We even knew who we were playing. We had nothing to play for, and yet we played every single one of our starters. And the consequences of it is Mike Williams ends up getting hurt. Uh, doesn't it? it, it it didn't. It doesn't seem as bad as what it looked like after the game because he couldn't walk on his own. Um, but they said it's back spasms. But as of today, it's his second DNP uh, in practice. So they're using it as precaution. They're just you know massaging and lubing him up, making sure that he's fresh for Saturday. Um, so it looks like he will play despite not practicing. They just don't want it to spasm up again. But man, like that that was the headline is Staley fucked up again with a decision that he made. Like there was no reason to do this. The only reason he did this is he wanted to go in with momentum. He wanted to, you know, get in rhythm. He wanted to, you know, leave week 18 with a win, which we lost. So it was double whammy, right? But again, that that was the whole conversation was Staley made another boneheaded mistake. And now I think the percentage of Charger fans asking for him to get fired has jumped up to about 80, 90% right now. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even the guys in the booth were saying like, how much longer is he going to let this happen this way? Because after he got injured, they were they still had their starters in and people were moving around. They were playing full on. So yeah. they were kind of wondering what was going on so yeah i i thought after the williams uh hit and when he when he came out and once joey bosa came out i thought for sure the second half we're gonna see chase daniel in but i saw herbert out there again and out dude the nerves of just every single snap i mean it, it was more nerve-wracking than probably what saturday's gonna look like it was uh yeah it was bad it, it was just a boneheaded decision no clue why we did that but Look, let's look forward. Let's not look back. Let's just stay positive and move forward. Because, yeah, that was just a boneheaded decision. Yeah, kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. I feel like Staley is in his own head a little bit. And if they hadn't played them, and then all of a sudden Jacksonville lights it up, does he get 
reamed for why didn't you play him in week 18? You know, like maybe he just over overstayed his 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 welcome there. Like he should have just played him for a couple series, like the first half, maybe like you said, and then said, hey, we know who we're playing. It's a team we can probably go beat now. We're we're a totally different squad than when we played him before. Let's let's rest up. And that yeah. sucks that it didn't work out. Hey, yeah. 80 to 90% of those fans are going to be singing a different tune if he gets you guys into the divisional round and maybe further. Yeah. So, so yeah, keep it, keep in mind this 80, 90%. We're also cheering him on getting us into the playoffs. So see how easy it can swing. Like I'll tell you this charger fans, like we have gone through it so much that we don't know how to react to, to good or bad things. It's like, we are so, you know, uh, we're in one end of the spectrum one week and then on the other side, the next it's, it's, it's so weird. I mean, and, yeah. and you know, Mel, you, you hint to another thing that was a big story this past week is all these coaches getting let go. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's another coach that gets let go after the playoffs. If you know, they don't, if they don't go into the Super Bowl, I think every coach is could potentially be on the chop block. You know, everyone that's even said that, Oh, they're, these are, this guy's our coach for, for the long haul. And then they get, Acts, you know, Kingsbury's gone. Lovey's gone. I mean, I, I still, I agree with you, Jim. Lovey does deserve a statue in Chicago for sure. Yeah, no, I think uh, that's a pretty good segue there. The the Bears were still relevant in Week 18, despite everything we said last episode. That their season's done. Pack it up. Nathan Peterman's going to play. David Montgomery probably played his last game as a Bear. Um, Roquan Smith, the guy we traded to the Ravens, is now the the highest paid linebacker in history. So, like, the Bears had a couple key notes in the se- in in the news cycle, um, but none more so than uh, Lovey Tex, Lovey Heat. None more so than Lovey Smith giving the middle finger to his boss before he knew he was going to get canned, and maybe giving a little tip of the cap to the to the Bears fans. So, everyone knows what happened by now. But the Bears have the number one pick. It's the first time they've had it since like the forties. Um, and I saw who they picked in the forties. It was some guy who actually, uh, it, it happened twice. The first guy played a season and then retired and another guy <laughs> never, never showed up. He like went into acting and, and never, <laughs> never even played football again. So it's like, no matter what you do, bears don't pick anybody in the first round trade down, restock up your picks. Oh. You've, you've been giving a lot of picks away already. Demand a King's ransom, demand anything you want. A lot of people are going to want a quarterback. I don't think we need a quarterback, um, but we have a lot of other spots that are needed. So let's start drilling down the biggest fuck up still. That's still kind of like, if I want to get angry again is when, do you remember when the bears were offloading a lot of those guys? And then all of a sudden they became buyers and got chase Claypool. <laughs> yeah. You've been, you've for been a second round pick that move since the minute it happened. You've always, you always bring that up. Yeah. He's, you- he's, he's a, his second round pick is like 31 overall. It's the first pick of the second round. You might as well be a first round pick. That guy is not a first or second round pick talent right now. Not with the direction we're trying to go in. And I still think it's it's like, it's. I don't want to say it's the only blemish on the season for that, but it's so big that it's still, it still carries in. I don't think the one seed completely makes you forget that. Yeah, that's great. But how great would it be if we didn't have numb nuts and another <laughs> pick in the second round, you know? I mean, Fields has to throw it to somebody. I mean, he can't run it every single time. Dude, Claypool got like one target in week 17. <laughs> he doesn't know the playbook. He doesn't know shit. The excuses are getting old at this point. We'll see what he does. You're right. You know what? Maybe I'm I'm a little harsh. Let's see what he does in the offseason. But 
I have very low expectations for him. Um, but big thanks to Lovey Smith. Big thanks to the Texans. I've got a lot I of did. people asking, like, like, how did that even happen? I'm like, did you see it? They converted yeah. a fourth and 12. The last play of this to score was a fourth and 20, which the Colt guy had his he, his hands went right through the ball. It was one of those plays where I'm like, that's a pick. Unbelievable. And it went through it. And then they went for two. They said, fuck overtime. Our season's <laughs> over. I got a plane to catch. We're going for two. And they got it. It was yeah. It was great. My kids and I were were cheering. We were cheering for the Texans at that point. Like yeah, I saw and, the louder than we cheer for the Bears. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I loved. I liked Lovey's answer too. He's like, "Look, I've been my whole life been we've been taught to win, so we went out there and went tried to win it. You know what I mean? Love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. And then his phone blew up, and it was like, "Come to my office." Like, oh, can, can I see oh, you? Shit. You got, you got five yeah. minutes. Got five Before minutes. we get on the plane, can you come over to the hangar and? Talk to me. Yeah, you're gonna need to That's find your, your own ride over there. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, Chris, round us off, man. Niners, they they look like they're still peaking. You know, getting ready for the playoffs, man. We're looking good. Ten in a row, which is amazing. Um, heading into the playoffs, getting healthier. Debo's back. Um, McCaffrey's, you know, got some time to rest. Um, I mean, we got Elijah Mitchell back to kind of take some of that heavy load off of McCaffrey. Big cock Brock is doing it. I mean, he's he's just rounding out kind of um what people were kind of speculating is can he handle these things? We talked about it last time. And I, he's he's looking he's looking complete. Um I, I I think that it was kind of unfair to go against the Cardinals because they just looked like a you know a limping dog heading into the you know into the dumpster. They look terrible. And again, Kingsbury being out. He, they did that one kind of like flea flicker play at the beginning to score and he was all pumped up and I was just like, you piece of shit. And then of course <laughs> they sucked the rest of the game. Um, yeah. Nice, you know, nice, I, nice response to that bullshit trick. Yeah, play. You're like, okay, like, that's, that's the only way you guys yeah, are going to do anything key. today. Yeah. And, 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 you know, JJ Watt got his, well, I think he had like two sacks. Good for him. That was a good way to go. Um, but I mean, they look good. The Niners looked good. They did all the stuff they had to do. They, I like, I think they were doing the thing where they, like you were saying, Mel, they wanted to go into the playoffs with authority and kind of, you know, hammer it home. They still look good. Honestly, I think I may have mentioned it last time. There's not a team in the NFC that really makes me super nervous. Um, and we're, we'll get into it more uh, a little bit here about all the other games and, and, and how the upsets can happen. But I think the Niners can roll. I mean, obviously, I think they can roll. They're my Super Bowl pick. So, they better be. Yeah, you're right. Ride or die with those guys, man. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. All right. So that puts a bow on the regular season. There were a lot of things we missed, um, but those are the things that matter to the dads. Uh, that is note, what matters. We're not we're not mentioning the Titans and Jaguars game to win it. <laughs> they They get very little respect here. It was a game um, that I kind of had to keep looking back. Like, what does this game mean again? Oh, is this? oh, right. Yeah. Did yeah. we talk about that last week? Intentionally, no. The Chargers had to play one of them, and I just kept thinking that it was the it was the Jaguars this whole time. I was like, Jaguars are going to win this game. There's no way they're losing this. I think I was already set that we're going to play the Jaguars. <laughs> if the Titans had pulled it out, then yeah, it would be even easier. I maybe then Staley would have pulled the guys. I I don't know. I guess we'll never oh, know. Oh God! If if the Titans pulled it out, I'd be so much happy. <laughs> yeah, you'd be you'd be drinking right now. Like, let's go. Who do we get next? <laughs> All right. 
so now we're 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 into the thick of it, guys. This is kind of what we've been waiting for. I mean, blinking it, it it's here. That's kind of the scary part is it how is fast crazy. the season went. Um, but the flags flying every Sunday, you know, that's 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 tradition. Um, that'll slow down uh, on one side of the street, obviously. But <laughs> there are two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday, as we mentioned at the start. Eagles and Chiefs are getting the bye despite some people probably still thinking Buffalo that that camp in Buffalo should have had a chance. The Bengals could have had a chance, but either way, it is what it is. Now Saturday kicks off with Seahawks at Niners. Chris, I'm going to, I'm going to let you take it. I want you to give us your two cents on the game, what to look out for and make a prediction. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, we've obviously been talking about the, the Niners all season. They've beat the Seahawks twice now. So there's a lot of talk already that, you know, you can't beat them three. No one can beat them three times. And it's happened to us last year with the Rams. We beat the Rams twice. And then we had to face him in the playoffs and we lost. And the Rams went to the Super Bowl and fucking won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it can happen. I think the Rams last year and the Seahawks this year are different teams. So it's kind of different. Um, I mean, I think that, again, like I said earlier, I think that the, the, the Niners are hitting their stride right at the right time. I think they're getting extremely healthy and they they all know, the players all know, this is a huge opportunity. The window is open. I don't think they give a shit about playing them three, four, five, six times. doesn't matter. It's this is one game. They're going to get it done. I do think too, like Pete Carroll's talking about already in a press conference saying like, you know, the Niners are healthy and they're, and they're hot right now and no one's hotter than them and they're rolling and he's, you know, dropping names and both of these guys. So it's like, we're already in their head and it feels like they're kind of already setting it up. That being said, it does make me very nervous. Like we said, there's upsets every single fucking week where you cannot predict. This could be that one. I would love to think it's not um, because, I mean, we've already talked about it too. There's never been a rookie QB in the Super Bowl. be great if Brock Purdy's that first one. Um, I think that the Niners have a lot to prove. They're, they're, they're still on this upward swing. I mean, we've seen them. 219 they were close last year um that i think that they can get there this year again because of my prediction i mean my prediction was was real it wasn't just because i was a fan of the niners i just want you guys to know it was because i really think they can do it and they have proven it finally coming through and they look like the team that they i thought they were going to be um i just think that i think that gino isn't going to get it done i just think that they just they you know if you look at it straight up match up across the line Niners beat them every single time, but I take, I take the Niners. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think to me, this is an easy pick. Uh, I, I think the Niners are just rolling right now. Like your team looks so good and complete. Um, and really it, the only question mark is how is Purdy going to play in his first playoff game? Right. But I think you, like I've always said, you have so much more weapons and depth around your whole squad. And and I think the, the Cinderella story for Geno Smith is, is, is kind of over now. Right. I, I mean, great season for Geno, great season for the Hawks, but totally. I just don't see him uh, coming back. I'm picking the Niners as well. And I also, I, I do think they cover. I think, I think they win by at least two touchdowns. I love that. Yeah. It's really hard to go against the Niners right now because even if Purdy plays poorly, I still see your defense limiting Seattle to 10 and maybe getting a score of their own. So it'd be like a net right. minus three or so. 
But you did call out the three three times in the same season, and I always thought that applied more to basketball. Um, but then you gave an example about how the Rams did it to you guys last year. And then kind of when I started in my my betting foray, it was 2011, and the defending Super Bowl champ uh, Saints were coming off like an 11-5 and five season. And they got a wild card because someone in their division ended up winning. I think it was Atlanta that year. And they went to Seattle, who was seven and nine. And it was like a wild card weekend. And everyone's like, okay, Saints are favored by like 10. Let's let's get on with it. And the Seahawks put on an incredible, incredible offensive performance. They ended up winning the game outright. And it was my first big loss betting because I was like, <laughs> what? No, the Saints should have it. Saints should have it. That was the beast mode run. The, the 67-yard run where he capped it off, where he knocked yeah. over like eight of their guys and did a little grab his dick on the way into the uh, the end zone. Um, yep. So I know I'm pegging reasons. I still don't see it happen. For for one, Seahawks aren't at home. And I think on the road, they are. They're struggling with Atlanta in Atlanta. You know, like they're struggling with these other small, small market teams that aren't going to do it. I take the Niners, despite all everything I just said, it's divisional. I think it's going to be close to start, but I think the Niners pull away. Yeah, Niners for sure. For I mean, sure. the weather could be a factor. We saw them play in some shit weather in Chicago, and they got handed to it. So, you know, look, the Seahawks, they're they are they're, they're a, you know, a wet team. They play in the slop. So, I don't know. I, I'm not a super fan of, wow. of of that, but, well, you know, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Is that a, like, disparaging comment about them? They're a wet team? That they're they're in, the in Seattle, dude. Pacific Northwest. Slop. They play in the slop. They love the mud. It's calling them pigs, man. I mean, I do think that, but I think that this is more of a term. <laughs> they're, they're a wet weather team. I hope we don't have to play that back for you next week, man. Talking <laughs> shit before the game and, and look what happened. They they heard your shit and went Bolton board. That this is Pete Carroll fodder right now. This this fucking guy called us pigs. Called us. I would love if eaters. that comes up. If, yeah. If it's our podcast, that's a thing that they're pointing at on the you know board. it's worth it it's worth it then i'm sorry uh and you know carol's pushing this hard uh oh the niners have this they have this guy they have this guy they have this guy and then he's going in his locker room and he's like they don't give anyone a chance they're you know so niners got this by 10 i'm with you mel love it take us to the other love saturday that. game though mel chargers at jags what do we got yeah so i don't i don't know if you guys know but every playoff is going to be a rematch. This is the first time in NFL history that everybody has played each other previously in the regular season. That's crazy. That boy coming it's through. Crazy. That was a good one, dude. It's it's crazy, but we are playing the Jags and we got our ass kicked week 3 against them, 38 to 10. So, we are 0 and 1 against them. Now, I actually like that we lost to them, right? Bulletin board material, right? We got our ass spanked by them. But it is going to come down to defense. I think this is going to be a defensive game on both sides. If you really look at Jacksonville's wins, especially in their five-game winning streak, it really has been the defense that has won it. Trevor Lawrence has looked good, but not great. Uh, their defense have really has really been stepping it up. I think if we can limit Lawrence and the run game, I think Herbert and our offense is just a lot, a little bit better than theirs. That 
can help us pull off the win. Now, what this is going to come down to is, as much as I hate to say it, is this can't come down to any stupid coaching decisions. Like, I don't want this game lost because Staley decided to go for it on fourth down in our own territory, right? Like, it can't come down to that. I, I want this win uh, based off of the play on the field. And again, we won our last four out of five, so we had momentum coming into this. But the Jaguars have won five out of their last five. So uh, it's it, it's two pretty hot teams getting hot at the right time. and. Honestly, two franchises franchises that haven't seen their teams in the playoffs for a long time. Uh, we're playing in Jacksonville. It, I'm nervous. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm very nervous. Uh, even though they're the fourth seed, um, they are the underdogs. We have the better record. Uh, I believe we're two and a half point favorites. The last time I checked, um, and I think that's a good line because if we do win, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a three or four point game uh, to win it. But, but yeah, I'm, man, guys, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> hey, man, <clears throat> playoff games, you, you should be nervous. A couple things, though. Jaguars last five wins. Titans, Cowboys, Jets, Texans, Titans. So it's not like... They were beating quality, quality teams. Even the Cowboys, that was a comeback uh, for the ages. That was like really when they started to put some shit together and you could think, okay, maybe they can score, right? Yeah. Um, And I think Doug Peterson is, he's got a little magic in a bottle with them, which is a little worrisome. And and the fact that they're at home. Um, But all that said, if you just play the eyeball test, Trevor Lawrence peaked earlier in the season, probably at that Dallas uh, or home against that, that Cowboys game. And he has not had a great game since Mm -hmm. Um, he played like shit actually against the Titans, like did not do much at all was overthrowing receivers. Um, I'm going to go with experience here. And I know it's not a whole lot more with Herbert over Lawrence, but uh, I'm going to take the chargers as well. Very, very close game might even be a two point game. So watch out for that hook. Anybody pushing that, but I like the chargers as well. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the fact that they're at home, the fact that they are a little bit hot. I think Jim, you mentioned that you know their previous games that they played. It does kind of say a lot about who they beat. Um, I think the Chargers are getting hot. I did not like to see them play their guys. Uh, you know, last week I thought that was stupid. Um, but I think that I think you're right, Mal. I think they were trying to make a point, and it kind of backfired. Hopefully, they can correct and and fix it. Um, I think it's gonna be literally like a pick'em game. Um, I mean, the spread's now two and a half. I agree, Jim, that 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 could be the hook. But um, I'm going Chargers, I think, mainly because the storyline of everyone is talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. I mean, I think it's it's you know everyone's talking all about how this big shift and everything's happening and all the Instagram pages are talking about Trevor Lawrence and um, Peterson and everything. So I think, yeah, I think the Chargers win, but I think it's going to be a squeaker. And I think Mel... You should not go to the bar to watch this because it, it, it could go either way. But I, I would watch it at home in the dark and and uh, let's and just ride it out. Yeah, I think I think that's what I'm going to do. La- last stat on this game: Trevor Lawrence has not lost the Saturday football game. Left Fuck. high school, college, and what? NFL. So something's got to give here. So I'm hoping it's that. I'm hoping it's that. <laughs> I think we just keep presenting points for the opposition, but I'll I'll give one more too. 
Um, usually when Jacksonville makes the playoffs too, they make runs. Okay. <laughs> in 2017, they went to the conference championship as a wild card. Uh, in 2007, they went to the divisional round as a wild card. In 1999, they went to the conference championship. Like they don't have a lot of one and dones, which is really weird. Right. And this is Staley's and Herbert's first playoff appearance. Right, Mel? It is. Yep. We're picking, we're not picking the home dog. I'm just making sure. <laughs> Remember, I'm the guy on the, I'm the guy on the buy standing. I mean, I'm just watching the game. No, no, no that- dogs in the fight, except for my dogs. My dog's <laughs> on the pod with me. You know, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And I know all of those things too. That's why I'm nervous as hell right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So I think it's going to be, I, but I do think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a good game. And, uh, you know, it's the, it's the night game too. So I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah. I do love that it's at night. I was very scared that it was going to be an earlier game, like an afternoon game, just because we're traveling all the way to the East Coast. And I just love primetime Herbie. Like, primetime herbs. Get, get him under the lights. That's, that's all I need. Fuck, man. Yeah. You should have said that to start, man. Chargers by 10. Let's go. Primetime Herbs. Lawrence is down. He, he He's in a tailspin. He's ready for the offseason. I mean, he's going to be fine. This is the longest he's ever played in a season. Um, yeah, I think I think the Chargers got this. But primetime, that's all you got to say. Yeah, primetime. Jeez. Primetime. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris. Yes. You want to kick off Sunday's games, man? There's three Sunday games, and two of them are kind of blah, but not based on the matchups itself, just based on some injury reports. So we, yeah. we might breeze through some of these, but why don't, you, why don't you kick us off? I'm going to touch on, and I feel like it makes sense for me to touch on it, because one, I picked the Bills and the Niners in the Super Bowl, and two, I picked the Dolphins to be my dark horse pick. So it does make sense for me to take this one. Look. I think yeah. the Dolphins, I think their magic has worn off, honestly. I think that they were they were something special midseason, and uh, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, Tua not playing is a big deal. Um, that whole thing, yeah, is, is just unreal. That being said, the Bills right now, after last week's game, I mean, they, they look like they're just on another level right now, and, and I think that they run over. The Dolphins, I think, right now, what's the spread at? 13 and a half, uh, 13, 13 and a half. I mean, I it don't. Jumped. It jumped. It jumped? I need to refresh. Well, it was, I think, before when it opened, it was at nine, nine and a half, because oh, they okay. thought Tua was still going to play. But since it's going to be Sherwin Williams or something, the paint guy, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's not looking good. McDaniel's yeah. probably like, this is, this is stupid, guys. Why are we even yeah. playing this game? And look, I, I still think the Dolphins, I think they got a couple guys or a lot of their guys are there for a bit. Um, they're going to, you know, figure some stuff out and get it done. But, um, man, I just think the Bills are just going to roll. Um, and I think they might be able to roll through the playoffs, honestly. Like, I think, I mean, if they're going to hit the Chiefs, I would imagine that's going to be a game. But uh, I think I think the, the Bills have, put it this way, the NFL wants the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. There's no question about that. There's nothing bigger than that story happening right now. So it's fair. Um, I don't think that's going to be the upset we're talking about. Well, the Bills are seven and one at home. Uh, they did split with Miami 
in the year. So you don't have that. Can they beat him three times or whatever? They don't have that issue. Um, yeah, I think this is the most lopsided matchup of the whole. Again, another divisional round matchup too. Um, I mean, they're in the same division, right? For the wild card weekend, but they're in the same division. Those games are usually tighter. So 13, I'm not afraid to to throw points on it or whatever, but straight up, it, it's it's Bills all day, man. Yeah. They've yeah, got on their side right now, too, that, which is a huge that, win. That's what I'm saying. Bills have momentum. They got emotion. They got the world, like, cheering for them. I mean, it's it, it's tough to to go against that, and I think that they'll they'll route this game. Like this this game is going to be a thirty eight to like seven con. Like I, I don't think this is going to be even close. Um, and it's the early afternoon game. You know, people are going to watch this kind of tune off and then kind of wait for the other games to come on. So yeah, I mean, it does I mean, have that they vibe. Have, yeah. They'll have Dolphins fans with like pray for Demar signs and wearing bills hats because that's what people do now is they the t- fans of the other team are rooting for the bills so yeah it it's going to be insane yeah and i think it's going to be that way all through but i think it's going to be even more that way the further they go in the playoffs you know i agree yeah so that's a quick uh buffalo sweep on that if that is the one that does get upset then we, we should just quit our our podcast. I mean, we're, there's no reason to even continue at this point, right? I mean, that would really, I think that would be a bummer. I think a lot of people would be bummed on that. Huge. Including Huge. me, because I picked. Okay. Let's move on then. That that first late afternoon game on Sunday uh, is the Giants five seed visiting the four seed Minnesota Vikings. This is the first home game in Minnesota since the, the Minnesota miracle, um, which is when they had that great catch by, by digs uh, to beat the saints, I believe to go to the uh, NFC championship, great atmosphere, Minnesota. They, they go hard for their, their playoff games. Um, Giants, I guess weren't really expected to get in to start the year. Daniel Jones was definitely on that. You know, this is the year of we'll know if he's the guy or we'll know if he's not the guy. Um, and he turned in a heck of a season, you know, he, I think he, he rushed for, uh, the second or third most rush yards for a quarterback just behind, you know, Justin Fields, obviously, uh, got to give bear shout outs where I can, but going into Minnesota, Minnesota has been very, uh, inconsistent all year. And they obviously have been really great in one score games. We've talked about this on the pod before guys. It's not always about you know, who, who's the better team. It's, it's who has the ball last and, and who doesn't fucking turn it over. Right. Or who, who doesn't, who doesn't kind of shoot themselves in the foot Um, because of that experience. And again, Daniel Jones sort of, I think the giants are going to be kind of, kind of bright eyed and Holy cow, we're not even supposed to be here. That coupled with the fact that the Vikings have sort of wrapped up the NFC North since like Halloween. I think the Vikings are going to turn it on. I think they're going to look at each other and say, Hey, we really kind of were in cruise control for the last two months. The Giants are coming in excited and ready, but we have a really good team here. And uh, I expect a really great game from the receivers for the Vikings. I expect the Vikings defense to make a few stops. And I expect the Vikings to pull this one out uh, probably by four or five points. But straight up, I'm taking Minnesota. Okay. Well, we got our first disagreement here. And it's funny because yes. I, I've I've been riding the Vikings all year, right? I I think it was with, with when when uh, Lacanti was on, you know, 
we gave each other hard times for for the Eagles and Vikings, who was the best of the worst. They're both frauds. They're, they're both frauds. Uh, I think this is probably one of the most the 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 better evenly matched games of of all of the wild card games. Um, Vikings did take the first game, but again, that was off of a record field goal by Greg Joseph. Like that was the only reason that they won that game. Giants rested all of their players last week, so let's see how that goes. But I actually think this is one that the Giants can pull off. I, I think, like you said, Jim, the Vikings have just been so inconsistent and up and down that this could potentially be one of those games where they just let it down, where everybody expects them to win it, but they just don't turn up. And I think that's what's going to happen. And the main reason why I'm choosing the Giants, they're playing at 3 p.m., that is not Kirk Cousins' time. Kirk Cousins' time is 1 p.m. That's another reason. Fair, <laughs> fair. I can just, I'm looking in my crystal ball here. I see Kirk Thuggins. I see him rocking <laughs> out with that chain again. He gets one more chance to to wear it because he knows they're sure as hell not going to win the next week. Or I don't think that they will. But yeah, okay, that's fair. I'm glad we have our first uh, our first differing opinion here. Way to go. Way to go, Mel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I'm going to, kind of be I, I don't know i'm gonna be the the guy that's kind of on both sides because this is who we would go against uh, who if we go move ahead so oh yeah they're definitely would, not winning <laughs> <laughs> definitely would, not winning i would rather go against the giants you know i think that i think the giants to me seem like you said jim they just seem like their eyes are going to be too big they're not going to know what's happening it's going to be all over the place the vikings do look a little more put together um i worry a little bit more about the Vikings pulling off some of those games that they've, they've already pulled off this season already and doing some amazing shit with some amazing catches and, you know, beating the bills and things that they've done. So I think that the Vikings are going to take it. I'm going to be rooting for the giants. So who's your pick? The giants. Oh, sorry. The Vikings. (laughs) Sorry. Your heart's one thing, but your brain says, I think, I think the Vikings are going to win, but I'm going to be rooting for the giants. Awesome. All right. And then that takes us to the evening game on Sunday uh, or the last game of the day. Ravens at Bengals, let alone another interdivisional round uh, matchup uh, within the wildcard weekend. This one's got another one of those kind of feelings that the Bills Dolphins have because Lamar Jackson is doubtful. It is very unlikely he comes back. Even if he did come back, he wouldn't be pretty sharp. In my opinion, it's been five weeks, I think, since he's played last. It's kind of a sad story because you're really hoping Lamar, if you remember the beginning of the season, Lamar was in the MVP consideration. This was his year to to earn his nut, you know, like to go after and get his contract. And now I think even if he was ready, he's got a lot of probably smart advisors telling him it's not worth this game. You need to go get a full contract and come back yeah. healthy for the for the full season. So the Bengals riding that 17 and three streak against the spread. Not only win, this should be another pretty good good blowout game. They uh, they just played him last week too, right? And yeah. they didn't they didn't have to play everybody, but they did. They 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 took him out, and Baltimore just looked lost on offense. I I credit they made a little bit of a comeback, but I think that was when the Bengals took their foot off the gas and said, "Look, guys, we we have this one. Let's not mess it up. We'll we'll get a home playoff game next week and uh, beat these fuckers again." All due respect. So I'm gonna go Cincy. Cincy by a long shot. With all due respect, like you say, with those fuckers, with all due respect, that's great. If you say you say anything, then add all due respect. I think I think when Jackson's not there, they're a bunch of fuckers. When Jackson's there, (laughs) 
this is going to be a great game. Like he's a competitor. Yeah. He'll do something different. He'll extend the play. He'll, he'll make Mark Andrews relevant again. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like he, he'll do something, but now it's just like Sunday's the day to go fuck around this weekend. Yeah. If you're, if you like, like the games on Saturday are better than, than Sunday. That's just my hot take. That's, that's fair. That's not a hot take at all. Yeah. I mean, Bengals are looking great and, and you're right. The Ravens just, they're, they're such a, like less than mediocre team went without without Jackson yeah. and I mean how did they win ten games? How are they ten and seven or because he was like, playing for a long time? Was, and they, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good it, call. It, isn't it crazy though for 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 when you look at Jackson? Like he's kind of showing, hey, if you don't pay me, this is what happens to your team, right? That's what I was gonna say, Mel. Yep. But then he's also saying. I always get hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's asking for guaranteed money. That's literally the reason why they can't come to a, a conclusion on this contract is the guaranteed money portion. So it, it's kind of like, a, yeah, well, we don't want to pay you because look, you're hurt again. Like you're hurt every season. And when you're hurt, in the playoffs. You're out for a lot. Yeah. yeah. And going into like the time when we need you, right? Like you're, yep. you're a great first half of the season quarterback. And then maybe it is all of his running. He just starts to get, hurt and deteriorate and then when it comes time to when you really need him he's just not there so hot take i think the bears trade for him whoa wow yeah i i I can see them going for lamar and trading justin i think the ravens would take justin fields from them and, and a couple of picks not the first round but i think a couple of the picks i can see the bears doing that but do they own the rights to him, or would we have to? It would it be a free agent signing at that point? They the only way that they can keep him is if they uh, franchise him. Oh, okay. So if we got him, he'd have to sign a long term deal with us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate that, but if he's hurt, like you're saying all the time, <laughs> fuck, man. Fields got his ass kicked, and you know what? He played. He played most of those games. He 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 came out just in the week eighteen. That was a coach's decision. So, I love it. You know what? We'll do an episode of hot takes before uh, before this is all done too. Like like the next season hot takes. I can't wait for that. Um. So you're taking Cincy, Melvin. Cincy? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, Chris. You're feeling good about that, or are you gonna? You're going to buck the trend and go Ravens. I'm I'm not going to buck the trend. I think, Jim, you mentioned a couple of things. One, I think Cincinnati has had a thing going this season where they do t- take their foot off the gas. And I think it's happened to them a couple of times. And I think they've corrected that that habit. You know, they've gotten themselves and you can almost see it in Joe Burrow's face when it happens. He's like, motherfucker, got to go back out there and put it back on. So I think that the Ravens, you kind of m- mentioned it, the way why they are where they are is because of Jamal. And I think that, I think that that's the deal, but I don't think they can get through this. I think, I think uh, Burrow is hungry to get back. Uh, I think they hopefully keep their foot on the gas. And I think Cincinnati beats them. I don't know about the eight and a half, but I think they can get it done. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I like that. We're just going with the picks because these spreads are so big, you know, and you don't know what kind of matchups are going to, are going to happen. And, you know, the playoffs tend to have, a similar vibe. Like if the if, if a couple of the unders start hitting early on, that's a good trend to kind of follow. Like, hey, look, everyone's playing defense. I forgot how much defense is played in the playoffs, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um Bengals clean sweep across the board for us for there. And that takes us to the final game. Um, again, shout out. We'll be off on Monday, but this is a night game. Cowboys at Bucks. Uh, Mel, why don't you uh why don't you break it down? 
Yeah. So again, I think this is a a game of two disappointing teams. I I think you kind of expect a little bit more from the Cowboys and the Bucks. I honestly think this is going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. I think this is going to be, again, one on defense. Bucks took the opener against them, and it was a 19-3. to Again, ugly game. Like, it, it wasn't a pretty game. The offense just wasn't clicking. I, I think it's going to be who has the ball last type of game. And you can't count out Brady. I know like nobody's really talking about him making a run right now. I mean, he's taking a a losing team into the playoffs right now. But he's 7 and 0 against the Cowboys, right? So, he can potentially pull this off, which I think they will. I do pick the Bucks winning this game. And another interesting stat to look at. 2013 Tom Brady has won the Super Bowl every other year. He didn't win it last year. Oh, man. What a humdinger of a fucking trend there, dude. See? And and like you said, Mel, you cannot count Brady out. If he makes it to the show, he he does do some damage. So I think that's, that's a hot, hot take. Yeah, you just can't count him out. I mean, yeah. Bucks are a yeah, home dog. I, I think just, just yeah, Tampa's at home. But are they plus three? <clears throat> They're uh Dallas's favorite still. Yeah, I have two and a half, but yeah. Two and a half. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. What do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I'm not gonna add too much to it. I think that the the Cowboys have have also kind of fallen off. Um, I think that they've their their magic has worn off, you know, a little bit in the wrong time. Um, I think Tom Brady in the playoffs is a different Tom Brady. I think that's something to watch out for. I'm a little nervous because we're not picking a lot of upsets here. So it makes me nervous for, for the, for my team, but, but yeah, I think, I think Tom gets it done. If he does not get it done, I think there's a lot to be said about what he does next and, and where he goes and who knows, maybe he's also keeping his Jersey after this game, like Aaron Rodgers. So I, th- I but maybe. I do think, I think, I think Tampa Bay wins. And uh, and Dallas Cowboys go the fuck away. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So if I, I, I'm going to I'm going to round out, I'm going to say Tampa as well. Um, remember that first game of the season was when Dak kind of broke his thumb in the mm-hmm. in the end zone against Tampa. And then Cooper Rush came in and I mean, he he got love and he played great. All yeah. kinds of angles. He really did. Right. Kind of changed the offense around a little bit. And then their defense really picked them up in the midseason. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is also kind of similarly resurging right now. They're they're playing pretty well. But I think it was Tony Dungy on Sunday Night Football called out a something he had noticed is that Dallas's D, when they have to play on grass, they are not as fast. <clears throat> they're not as impactful. They really need to be at home on that on that field turf to kick some real ass. And he mm. kind of said it and the 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 guys were with him. And <clears throat> I think even Jason Garrett was with him. And he's like, he's like, oh, you saw that too. And it's like, of course you did, you analyst. Like, like you you sit on the bench and just shut up, Garrett. Like, you know, way to way to <laughs> piggyback off Dungey there. But the point is, is this is the only underdog I'm picking, and it is Tampa Bay uh, for the, the the plus two and a half or plus three. Um, Mel, I like your 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 call here. Bucks have not been impressive. It's going to be pretty mm-hmm. ugly. Maybe Mike Evans catches fire. You know, Godwin's still pretty healthy. He was their leading receiver for the for the most of the year. 
I will say I messed up one of my early season hot takes. I thought Gronk would be here with them getting ready for playoffs. Um, hell, he might even come back next year is what they're <laughs> saying. Might. Like, like what, <laughs> yeah, a, what a butthead. People. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a good game. I'm used to seeing Dallas choke one away. If we get anything that resembles last year's running the clock out when trying to snap the ball, I will be a happy, happy man. Like I'm talking Dallas in position to win and they get a false start on the field or on the field goal and have a 10 second runoff or it backs them up just enough where Maher can't make that kick because it's outside. It's not in the dome. Like I would relish that. And that would be the best Monday night treat to, to cap off and otherwise hopefully pretty chalk wild card weekend, but may, may, maybe not, you know, not, not in terms of spreads, but in terms of the seating, that's, that's kind of where I land. So um, we all have the 49ers chargers, the bills, uh, the Bengals, and the bucks. And uh, we only differ with Mel's giants pick uh, on Sunday. So, I mean, dads, what are we all just drinking from the same, the same firehouse here or what, man? God, I mean, somebody, look, somebody please choose the Jaguars, please. Like, <laughs> Somebody please choose, choose the Jags. I'll choose the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to totally reverse psychology. This like, it's definitely a Jaguars win. <laughs> I'm hoping that the Giants are the one to upset. That's that's for sure, Mel. I just don't think it's going to happen, but I'm hoping that's the only the one. And Dallas could bounce back. Dallas could say, hey, there's a reason Tampa's been old and slow this that's year. That's true. You know? Yeah, like so, if there's if there's any that I feel like there's some wiggle room, Jim, that's actually a good thing. I think that one is the other one, too. The Dallas Cowboys could turn up again, and all of a sudden they're not shit anymore. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that Giants – Vikings one, all the other ones one seem pretty straightforward. And no knock to you, Mel, but I think yeah, that Chargers Jaguars could also swing anyway. But I think Chargers do win, but I think that could swing either way. Yeah, I mean, no, no offense, Mel, but yeah, no. Again, please, like, take take the Jags right now. Take the Jags. <laughs> yeah, the great part is is that these games will be entertaining. They don't overlap each other. Uh, it's another benefit of playoffs for a sport mm-hmm. even baseball in the first rounds of baseball you're usually competing there's there's a there's an al game and an nl game on in the first in the first few days you know like this is primetime television this is appointment tv you could sit down you could relax uh and just take every game in one at a time which is what i'll be doing this weekend i'm, I'm very very excited about it uh also coaching flag football for my son's uh, seven and eight year old team we had our first Love practice that. tonight uh so i'll i'll get that game in and I'll miss the first quarter of the Dolphins Bills. So if the Bills aren't up by 20 when the game's over, I, you know, I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if they are. So that's my weekend in a nutshell. Just watching football, cheering your teams on. Anything else you guys want to want to add to Wild Card Weekend? No, I mean, I'm I'm just excited and, and nervous at the same time. But again, I wouldn't want it any other way. So I'm 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 just excited. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the way it feels. That's kind of what it, it's it's like. It's like going on a roller coaster. You know, you're kind of nervous, you're kind of excited, and you get off, and you're like, "Oh, it was the best thing ever." This what this is like. It's, it's I'm I'm nervous. I'm excited about it, but yeah, you 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 don't want your team to shit the bed. You know what I mean? So, um, I am nervous about it though. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you're first but I up, love it. Chris. You're first up. If someone had to go go to the barrel and it's Russian roulette and one bullet's in there for an upset. You want to go first. 
And I'd like that it you're to gonna be, be I'd like for them to continue the role and I'd like them to stick their faces in the dirt. You know what I mean? I'd like them to just slam them. Um, and yeah, put that. I mean, the Seahawks were supposed to be in a rebuilding year. So no one ever thought they were going to be here. And now they're here. So they're like the TCU. Like you've already won your championship. You have no business being on the stage now with the Niners. That's right? fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And hopefully that game is as boring as that national championship game was. <laughs> God, we, we skipped over for a whole hour before we had to bring up that, that, that slop fest. That was, yeah, I'm, I feel good. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm the flag, the, as far as I'm concerned, the flag could come out tomorrow morning. You know what I mean? We could do it yeah. that way, but at least Friday I would. Yeah. I mean, I'm just worried some punk kids going to come by and steal it off my, my front yard. So, which would yeah. ruin everything. A lot of punk Niner fans around here. You're right, man. <laughs> I'm worried about those Cowboys fans. <laughs> fair, fair. So, cool, yeah, man. I mean, I feel good. Jim, how do you feel? You feel good? You're excited to just watch some football? That's my plan. I mean, I, I mathematically uh, eliminated myself about two and a half months ago for this for this weekend. <laughs> but this is, I think, Chris, you said it right off the top. This is probably the best uh, weekend for, for playoff sports. Um, if you had to confine it just to one sport, this is it. There's there's this six games. My God, like I I just get excited, and I don't even have a dog. You know, I mean, I'm just I'm just pumped, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Super Wild Card Weekend is upon us. The trash talk has started. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you guys are good, I think we could wrap this baby up and put a bow on it, and let's uh, do it. Let's give these guys their time back. So yeah, I mean, look. Go Niners, go Chargers, obviously. We will be watching Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, we'll check back in with you guys next week. Hopefully, we're both happy, Mel. And hopefully, Jim makes some cash on this deal. So Yeah. Um, win, win, win. So, yeah. So, for Jim, for Mel, we've been the dads. We've been talking football. See you guys next week. Bolt the fuck up. <laughs> Let's ride. Thank you.